Hey, this is Dean with the Two Party Podcast. I've got news uh, breakdown for 9-16-2020. Uh, I'm just going to go through a few things as I always do. Just kind of want to touch base on a few uh, a few news topics from today and yesterday and uh, just kind of give my highlights, my opinions on it. Uh, you can agree or disagree. You can call in. You want to be a guest. Uh, let us know. Uh, you can reach us our Gmail, uh, twopartypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach us on our website, the number two partypodcast.com. Uh, you can reach us at either one of those. Uh, so if you want to be a guest, you have opinions on, on some of my news breakdown, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you just want to be a guest to promote your business or music, let me know. Um, we're also looking for sponsors to kind of help uh, offset some of the costs of the show. Um, so on that note, I just wanted to announce that. We're going to have a, the past video or the past uh, interview I had with Coach Cam. Uh, we just got video set up. We're going to have that uploaded to our YouTube. Uh, we're going to have that posted on all the social media for you to listen to that and have a video format of it. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's just the audio with the uh, uh, visual to, to, to watch. But uh, we want to get that up and just make that announcement, uh, kind of help, help Coach Cam get lift off his podcast tour. He's doing 56 shows in 56 days. That's a pretty amazing uh, goal. To hit, and he's really spreading some good positivity. And and uh, we had a great discussion on faith and entrepreneurship, and and just some of the things he'd like to see, um, you know, his influence and just some of his positive effects. So, um, you know, if you can leave something behind in this world, let it be good. Um, let let your memory shine. Let your legacy shine for something good. Uh, let it glorify God. Uh, if you don't believe in God, uh, it, it, you know, you can you can let it glorify just. The, the nature of a good heart, um, and, and it still has the same same meaning uh, maybe to you as it does to any Christian. So uh, on that note, let's start scrolling through some of this news. Now, I'm going to start. might seem kind of weird. We have a large audience in India. Uh, we have a large audience in Africa. We have a large audience uh, around the world, um, Australia, Ireland. Uh, we have some some pretty good listeners up in Europe and stuff, but um, going through our insights and analyzing things, uh, we're, we're starting to find that, that some of our, some of the other countries uh, overseas seem to pick up our broadcast uh, and our podcast, and they actually follow and, and keep up with a lot of what we say. Um, now, I don't, I'm not sure why a national interest or, you know, uh, if, if, I mean, I'm interested in what's going on in other countries. I'm sure that's part of it. So maybe they're just interested in, you know, what we're, what our news is and what's really going on over here. Uh, I'm sure they probably hear the crazy stuff in the media that we hear from our crazy media. Um, so that being said, I'm, I'm kind of going to touch base on some of our, some, some news from India. I feel like that's necessary for the audience there to kind of, kind of be more, uh, <clears throat> more to relate more to, to that audience. So I'm just going to read some of this stuff off and some of it caught my attention. So I'm not just going there for our audience. Uh, some of this actually caught my attention. Um, so there's talks and I'd really have to dig cause I don't have it pulled up right this second, but there's talks over there of, of actually banning, uh, cryptocurrency, banning, uh, any of the Bitcoin and all that. They're, they're actually talking about banning it in that country. So that's the first topic, um, that I thought was interesting. And I apologize that I did not pull that up. Um, I will actually look it up right this second. Um, so on that note, uh, that was just something I found really interested. And so here it is right here. So the Indian Indian Central Bank had a, in 2018, banned crypto transactions for a string of frauds. In the months following the Prime Minister Narendra 
mods uh, sudden decision to ban 80% of the nation's currency. Cryptocurrency exchanges uh, responded with a lawsuit in the Supreme Court in September and won respite in 2020. So India, uh, in on that note, now this is an article, this is September 15th, so this is the one I was actually looking at. Uh, so India is reportedly moving to ban the trading of cryptocurrency. So if you're in India, it's probably a good time to get out. Uh, this might be your, your inside uh, tip. Uh, you might want to just pull your, pull your ranks over there with that crypto stuff. Um, so here we go. The federal cabinet is expected to soon discuss a new bill uh, uh, before passing it in the parliament. While the government is exploring the possible, possible uses of blockchains to manage land records, uh, pharmaceutical, uh, drug supply chains, um, uh, uh, it is against cryptocurrency trading. So the Reserve Bank of India has banned commercial banks from servicing crypto traders. The nation's Supreme over, uh, Court overruled the, the central bank's ban. Since then, trading volumes on cryptocurrency exchanges servicing cli uh, Indian clients have picked up sharply. A private think tank recently said the Indian government should regulate Bitcoin like a corporate stock. Uh, if the ban is passed, it will be a blow to the rapidly growing crypto scene in India that has flourished since the banking uh, banking ban was overturned. So there's your update on on that, what I was talking about on the crypto. Kind of kind of interesting to see. We'll, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Um, if you're if you're a big uh, Bitcoin or a cryptocurrency uh, miner, uh, as we as we call them, uh, if you trade and you're into that. Uh, just beware. Um, it, it is huge on fraud. There's a lot going on with that, good and bad. Um, I, I know a lot of people that made a lot of good money and still making some good money on it. I know a lot of people that lost their tail on it. Um, so there you go. Um, now, 5 million people are infected in India. Uh, India's uh, virus outbreak is still soaring. India's coronavirus cases surpassed 5 million. Uh, now, Russia is supposed to sell 100 million COVID vaccine doses to India. So this is, uh, as of 21 minutes ago, this was reported uh, because they have such a high number and outbreak over there. So that being said, it's kind of crazy. Now, India pushes supplies to disputed uh, China border. Now, if you're not familiar with this, I'm going to go ahead and click this and read it for you. Uh, just kind of touch base on it. Now, India's military has activated its entire logistics network to transport supplies to thousands of troops ahead of a harsh winter, along with a bitterly disputed Himalayan border uh with dispute over the Himalayan border with China, as New Delhi blamed Beijing for the worst uh, border standoffs in decades. So China and India are fighting over this area and, and, and a border standoff. And there was for a while there, I guess there was there was kind of some slow, slow, like, slowed down a little bit. Some of the some of the violence that was going on there. Um, but it hasn't stopped. And it, apparently it is now um, it says, and escalated in June to hand-to-hand -hand combat. So we've gone from, you know, 19, here we are in the 20s, 2020, and we're, we're back doing some hand-to-hand -hand fighting at the border, uh, trying to take, you know, take stance on a border. Uh, 20 Indian soldiers were killed while China suffered an undisclosed number of casualties. So, I mean, this is just, my opinion, this is senseless violence, okay? Senseless. Um, we have people dying, troops, you know, it's it's great that countries support, and I support our military here in the U.S. It is great that we support and uh, nurture and build and keep defenses up uh, for for terrorist attacks or attacks in general on our nation. 
uh, to protect our citizens. But it's, you know, these nonsense, we're fighting over imaginary lines on land, um, resources. I get it. it. It's really sad that, that there's lives that have to be lost over this. Um, it's sad that these people are fighting hand to hand, uh, you know, not to make a, uh, make light or joke of it, but, uh, it's sad that these people are sitting here fighting hand to hand instead of sitting at a table negotiating diplomatically, um, and trying to figure this out, having a ceasefire or, or, you know, cease karate chop, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's sad. It's sad. So, um, anyhow, that's, that's where we're at. I mean, there's a whole bunch of news. If, if you're not familiar with what's going on in India now, India strikes it gets my attention all the time because uh india is an ally of ours india has huge um technology innovations they have huge medical technology innovations they have companies over there that that unbeknownst to a lot of people uh really do provide a lot of uh, uh our knowledge into medical and surgeries and crazy techniques of, of you know transplants and stuff um, and I know there's been documentaries about how medicine over there is a lot cheaper than it is here. Uh, procedures can go right and they can go wrong. Uh, I think there was even a, a documentary about uh, kidney transplant or, or organ transplant, you know, uh, stuff like that. So India is a, a funny place to watch. Uh, I, I love I love keeping up with the technology and the medical news there because they really are innovative. They really are ahead of the game. Um, it's a unique country, unique people. Um, and, and it's just, it's fun to, to research and look into deeper into what that nation's all about. So if you ever have time or a chance to do so, I really highly recommend just kind of looking up some of that stuff. Um, it's very interesting. Now they also had a talk, they were having talks with Pakistan. Now this is something, um, <clears throat> something I had read yesterday and I'm trying to dig it up right now, but they were having talks, um, with, uh, Pakistan. And I'm sorry. There we go. Let's see if I can dig it up. Uh, National Security Protest. Uh, here it is. So they they have these talks going on right now. Um, and I guess in, in light of here it is right here. I'm going to read it off of this one now. This may not be the best, you know, the best media source. I'm reading this off of AA.com. So it says India, India to, on Tuesday walked out of a viral meeting of the Shanghai Cooperation, the SCO, basically, after members of the states overruled New Delhi's objection on the projection of Pakistan's new map at the meeting. So what happened is these guys, uh, it says Indian Ministerial, Ministry of External Affairs spokesman uh, Anurag Srivastava uh, said in a statement that the Indian side left the meeting in protest and that the that projection of the fictitious map by Pakistan was in violation of the norms of the meeting. So what they did is, you know, it was kind of a, a, a poke or jab at the at India. Uh, they they busted out this map uh, and basically dictating where borders are or what borders should be um, or what they feel they're fighting for. And so in this meeting, it, it was really more of a you know instead of having a diplomatic meeting where everybody's on the same page and we're actually presenting facts. They come out with this fictitious map that, that obviously redrew some lines and it was a smack in the face. And uh, I'm glad they walked out because that's not if that's the way you're starting into a negotiation, um, that, that's that's just a, a low blow. 
Um, and it's not very diplomatic. You know, um, this is very serious. This affects lives and citizens. And, and it was kind of a dirty tactic. Uh, on the flip side of that, um, I mean, you know, I'm glad they walked out, but on the flip side of it, they probably should have should have held their stance because obviously that made the news. I mean, that's that's the political, you know, oh, look at them not wanting to sit at the table and deal with this. So that that should be noted, too. I mean, I like to look at things on both sides. Um, so I'm going to step away from India right now, uh, fly my jet home. Here I am. And we are going to talk a little bit. I was listening to this this morning. So the Senate Homeland Security Committee authorizes the subpoenas for testimony from Obama officials and part of the Russian probe. So this is huge, okay? Um, no matter what side of the aisle you stand on, uh, you, can, you, can, you can play Trump, Trump and Russia tune all day long, and you, could, you can be on the other side of the aisle and say this was all a hoax and whatever. My opinion is I'm right in the center of this aisle going, I don't care if, it, not that I don't care, I, I care, but I don't care what what transpired what we're saying transpired on facebook with ads and trying to sway something on the I, I care that, that russia would have messed with our election yes do i care that we now know it's it is false due to the facts and that we know that fisa court was lied to do we know all the facts that are now presented do we care about the the uh the, the portrayal of trump and russia no i don't i don't care anymore what i do care about is uh, presenting the fair election. And in order to do so, to prevent these things from happening to our election, we have to get to the bottom of how it was even allowed to happen the, in, in the 2016. So that boils down to Facebook and ads and social media. That, that boils down to uh, profit over, you know, that basically boils down to ads and advertising profits that we're allowing uh, and being manipulated. A system that is in place for good was manipulated for a devious purpose, and it was manipulated by a political party, the Democrats. Uh, we know this was bought and paid for. We know this was pushed by Democratic uh, operatives, and 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 our our CIA and our FBI were all weaponized on this uh, to attack Trump, who at the time would have been a citizen, just like you and I, um, during his campaign. So on Wednesday, I listened to this. Uh, they voted. the The Homeland Security Committee voted. Uh, to, to authorize subpoenas for former CIA director John Brennan, former director of national intelligence uh, James Comey, and former FBI director, uh, I'm sorry, Clapper, and former FBI director James Comey, and, the, uh, and other Obama administration officials as part of the broad review into the uh, origins of the Russian uh, investigation. So Russia, 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 okay? We already know this, the situation here. We already know... Um, what was noted in this was by uh, Ron Johnson, uh, Republican of Wisconsin. He's, he did say to issue notices for taking depositions, subpoenas for records and subpoenas for testimony to individuals related to the, the panels crossfire hurricane uh, investigation, which is what this all is surrounded. Uh, the Justice Department uh, Inspector General's review of the investigation and unmasking of U.S. persons affiliated with the 2016 Trump campaign transition team and Trump administration. Now, this backs up all the way back into the committee that was authorized, that also authorized subpoenas for Cindy Blumenthal, former Obama chief uh, of staff, Dennis McDonough, uh, former FBI, uh, Lisa Page, uh, Joe Pink Pinka. Um, there's just a list and it just goes on. 
And so this is helping. This is this this at the end of the day, no matter what you look at, the, the Mueller, Mueller investigation, Mueller, however you want to pronounce that dude's name, Robert Mueller, uh, that dude wasted so much taxpayer money. Uh, and, and the ones that the, the party that sided with that investigation and supported that investigation and, and some on the right and supported that as well. It was a waste of taxpayer money. It was two years uh, plus of taxpayer money wasted. OK, on an investigation. We have started this investigation. We've been trying to get it going. It is just now taking off this year, uh, tail end of last year to this year. Uh, so we may we may see a, a whole year, maybe year and a half into this. And we're already we've already had one indictment. We're already seeing where they're breaking these peoples down now that we're getting more evidence and facts that have not been destroyed. Uh, we just found out that, that Mueller, Mueller's team had destroyed cell phone evidence and texts. Um, it just the deeper the, the more you look, dig into this, the deeper the cover up, so to speak, is. Um, and I'm, I don't want to jump into the conspiracy theory side of things because I don't feel this is a conspiracy. Uh, this was our government weaponized against a political opponent. And we're seeing it still now. We're still seeing Democratic states and governors and leaders uh, opposing uh, opposing what our, our our current administration is asking them to do, whether it be protect their citizens from the, the protesters and riots, protect your cities, call in the National Guard. We're still seeing this brick wall of weaponizing your operatives in your states or your leaders against this administration and against against this president's um authority. And it's sad. It, it's it's really what's driving the divisiveness in this nation. So on that note, I'm I don't want to get too much into that. I've got a lot more on the whole Russia thing in I, the whole uh, investigation into this. Um, we've with the, we've, as an audience and as a people and me, we've been beat up with this for years. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, I don't know what rock you're hiding under. Um, but this this is bad and it needs to be solved and we need to get to the bottom of it. And it is worth every penny of our taxpayer money to get to the bottom of this of, of the, and hold those accountable that started this false weaponized investigation into Trump and then follow that through the, the Robert Mueller investigation so that we can hold those accountable that were falsifying uh, documents, uh, lying to courts, uh, all of that in order to keep that investigation going, wasting more taxpayer money. Uh, my, I am more concerned about the taxpayer money and the, and the uh, repercussions of this occurring again, uh, uh, or not, not just under uh, another Democratic president, but under any president. Um, and on that note, I'm going to move forward a little bit more in the news. And then I just wanted to hit on, on something um, on that note. So we, we know Hurricane Sally's unleashing some catastrophic life-threatening flooding in the Gulf. Uh, we've got wildfires are still kicking. Uh, they're starting to make some headway is what I'm hearing, but the smoke is just uh, unbearable. Um, Asian Americans prefer Biden, but may many remain undecided. So that's, you know, here we are with the Hill and the polls. Um, choose your media source, you know, wisely. Polls, uh, I believe in polls about as much as I believe in uh, what is a poll, okay? Uh, that's where you take the opinion of a certain number of people uh, or demographic and you take their opinion, yes or no, or a vote on something and one side or the other. So most of these polls are so biased, it's not even funny. So let's say Donald Trump wants to poll America and Republicans on, on where they feel he is versus Biden. 
So he's going to go ahead and put a poll out or email a poll out to who? His, his Republicans, right? Okay. So that's what we're going to get. We're going to get results of a poll from Americans that support that candidate. Uh, you're, Biden's going to do the same thing. He's going to throw one out there and we're going to get the most skewed results from Democrats that are going to be polled. Uh, if, if you could, if they could go down party lines and literally poll 50, 50 Democrat, Republican, and you, you hand that poll to me, I'd probably have a little more faith in it. But when I hear anything about polls, I, I don't even, I mean, we saw the polls in 2016 that said Hillary was winning. She lost. Okay. I have zero faith in polls. Okay. So whenever I see these results and, oh, the president's up, the Biden's up, it, it's kind of like watching a race. It's kind of like just hypes the election up, you know, and that used to be cool in the media back, you know, decades ago when an election and a campaign was kind of almost cool uh, as far as politics go, which politics aren't very cool. However, uh, nowadays it's, it's just a smear fest. It's just a, it's, a, it's lies. It's it's fake news. It's. Um, there is just literally nothing in the media that you can believe anymore. And so these polls just drive me nuts. Okay. So another topic I want to touch on. So we had Kaylee uh, McKenney uh, at the White House doing her briefing. A lady comes out and, and she does an outstanding job, folks. That, if, I don't care what side of the aisle, again, you're on. Uh, if, if you don't really believe that this woman is doing her best in that position for what she's doing, representing the administration, which is her job. Uh, she, I don't know what to tell you. She really is doing a great job. Uh, she's faced with with a room full of morons. Okay, uh, every single time. So uh, if I was the me if I was the media, and I'm going to go ahead and put this out there, I do have a media pass. Okay, I can go to news conferences. Uh, so if I was out in this news uh, this audience, she comes out today. She does a live live press conference. She announces about law. It's, her whole topic of coming out is about law enforcement. Her, she talks about these two officers who just just got put in uh, to law enforcement sworn in and they just got ambushed and shot. Then and talks about how their heroes, how the one gets shot in the face twice and the other one, she's trying to help him, uh, her partner, and, and how they're heroes. OK, so she talks about that. Then she talks about the lawlessness and the the degradation of the beliefs in, in our in our in our law enforcement and, and just the horrible treatment they're receiving right now. So this is what her topic is. This is what this press conference is really about. And the first question that comes out of the first reporter's mouth is questioning about a response that Trump had in his press conference yesterday about masks. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, man. Again, if you're following any of these media sources, especially the dumb lady that brought that up, uh, any any media source that's going to get, show up, and again, I have a press pass, so if I'm going to show up at a, at a press conference with, with, with Kaylee, knowing she's going to rip me head to toe if I don't know my facts, but second, I'm not going to show up there and ask her a question that's off base or off topic. They're holding this press conference to give the public, give the citizens, and, and give America and the world the news. They're holding this press conference to make an announcement, so they're making an announcement and a stance. And you're not even going to ask questions about the topic. Now, as it sat there and they went through this, I, I really I was listening to it. I didn't follow all the way through. I think I got through most of it, but not, not one reporter there. It was all about masks. It was all about, you know, the president said this about a mask. He should said we should wear a mask. We shouldn't wear a mask. The CDC said something about a mask. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, what about the law enforcement? Why are we spinning the narrative away from what the press conference is about? You guys are shitty reporters. You guys are shitty journalists. 
You guys are not sticking to the topic. I don't want to hear about the freaking masks. We've heard about the masks. We've heard about the masks for months now. We wear the masks. We live with the masks. Screw the freaking masks. Okay, let's get to a real topic. Let's get to the topic of what's going on when our police officers, innocent lady, the lady's a mother, gets it gets shot in the face twice, just started out of the police academy, okay? Uh, let's. She's trying to help her partner, okay? This is her first experience in law enforcement is they get ambushed in, a, in Compton, I believe it was, uh, outside LA. They get, they get ambushed, and, and I'm sorry, you can agree with me or not agree with me, and, and you can go ahead and say I'm pro-police, or I, I do, okay? I support the police. I, I believe we, we need law and order. There, there's a need for police officers. Do I agree that every police officer is 100% good? Absolutely not. I, I think there could, could very likely and is very likely some bad ones out there. Do I think we could use reform in the police departments? Yes, I do. I think there, all policies change with the police currently every all the time they have changing policies they have to to keep up with the community and that's been going on that's nothing new okay so we can reform we can go ahead and, and reform these uh and, and improve them more um but do i think that the police is bad to the point where we need to wage war and shoot and ambush innocent police officers absolutely not and if you support that uh i'm sorry i can't support you um i, I believe that we're in the middle of a civil rights movement uh, of this generation. I believe we're not going to see an end up to it soon. I don't think, I think the election will play a part of it politically because I believe that the, the George Floyd and, and all these new topics that are coming up uh, and the police reform and, and black civil, black rights and equality right now, I believe that it has all been politicized. And I think the people that are falling for it are being fooled. I fully support the movement of equality for all people. I do not support it when it becomes a political weapon. When it becomes a this side versus that side, uh, it is that's when you, that's when we're not having a discussion anymore. That's when we're, um, we're we're going beyond a discussion where it's diplomatic and we can have have a debate and discussion and actually get change and a solution. You can't have it in the midst of all this. So that's where I stand. Um, you, you can like it or dislike it. It's OK with me. Um, I, I've been known to be wrong. Um, prove me wrong. Uh, touch base with me. Be a guest. Let's talk about why I'm wrong. Um, so that on that note, and then federal officials unveil a plan to, to provide free coronavirus vaccine. That's another one that was brought up. Um, so, you know, that's it. Biden had a little, uh, he had a little, uh, he played on his phone des Despacito at a Florida campaign. I guess today he's trying to uh, rally support from the veterans uh, down there in, in Florida. Um, you know, so he's doing his thing. Trump's doing his thing. That's our campaign updates. Uh, Los Angeles owner says uh, it's very necessary to vote for Trump. I mean, there. I, I, I just reading. I, I, I try to read these headlines, but man, it's anti-Trump, anti-Trump, anti-Trump. One little note of okay, he did something or he's trying to do something, and then right back to the CNN. Black pastor says uh, he wasn't satisfied at all with Trump's answers on racial problems. Uh, you know, it's like y y the media is garbage. Okay, guys, um, please. Please do your research, find your resources. I try to reach out to people, okay, that are on the ground, boots on the ground, in the areas we need to discuss. Uh, you want to get news, find it at whitehouse.gov about our administration. You want to find out what's going on with our lawmakers, the House and the Senate, go to congress.gov. Look it up, go to those sites and pull the information you need. Don't rely on a, a headline, a report. That you're seeing on these freaking media stations they're garbage okay um 
So, you know, and again, I'm reading through these, you know, I'm, I'm helping feed the, the, the washing machine of trash here because I'm kind of feeding through these, but I'm feeding through these and giving my opinion on this stuff. Uh, we talked about this uh, on the last news break, uh, breakdown. Uh, Louisville is going to is going to pay Breonna Taylor's family 12 million plus. They're going to work on uh, some police reform. Um, you know, hey, I talked about that. We, we kind of went over that. Um, and I'm, I'm just looking. Bill de Blasio will furlough entire Merrill staff for a week, but it will only save New York City 860,000. You want to save New York City? You want to save New York City money? Get this dude out. OK, get de Blasio and his wife out who are blowing your money uh, and raising your taxes. Uh, get get uh, Cuomo and these other idiots. Uh, get them out. OK, you want to save New York and make New York what it should be and used to be. Get these people out. OK, there, there's your solution. Um, and I'm not even going to go as far as leaning toward it being a Democratic ran place. I'm just going to go to the fact that it, you got to get those guys out. Those guys are ruining your state. OK, You're, you guys are getting, you're really down the pipe, going down the gutter with these guys and have been for years. Uh, and the last thing I want to touch on before I get out of here, uh, Israel and the UAE pact. Um, dude, amazing. Trump did a great job setting this thing up, getting this going. Um, I guess Netanyahu, I can never say that dude's name, uh, from Israel. That, that guy's uh, been nominated for a Nobel Prize as well. But the coolest thing was that in Old Jerusalem, on the wall of Old Jerusalem yesterday and last night, they actually put up all the flags together in support of this deal. So, I mean, call it a peace deal, call it just a you know, pack. I hope they all abide by it for the citizens over there. They deserve it. But uh, that's what I got today. Um, that, that was awesome. So keep up the good work out there. Thank you for listening. Uh, again, show some support. You can go to our anchor page or uh, any of our pages to show support. Um, we, we really appreciate it. You guys have a great day. Dean out. Two-party podcast. We use Anchor because it's such an easy platform to uh, get get advertising and sponsors over a variety of different areas where you can get your podcast heard on different platforms. Uh, it's easy to upload. It's easy to add content. It's easy to delete and edit. Um, it's just a very simple platform. Helps you get your get off the ground. Kind of help you get your podcast moving forward. Um, and simplifies a lot of things in the business that that typically you wouldn't know and you'd have to learn. So it, it does help with the learning curve. So we we really appreciate and use Anchor uh, as well as. It's many other platforms we've tried. Anchor seems to be the easiest.